How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Wednesday, January the 19th. Oh my goodness, my friends. Yesterday, I had no news for you, and today, I have all of the news for you. It's actually just one story, but it's going to take me the whole show, and possibly even longer. If you spent any time on social media yesterday, you know what I'm talking about. Microsoft has officially acquired Activision Blizzard. What? Where did this come from? Holy cow. They're going to be acquiring the company for $70 billion. $70 billion, which of course makes it the most expensive gaming acquisition in history. Which you might remember is something I said recently. Take-Two Interactive acquired Zynga for about $13 billion just last week. And then Microsoft came in and said, ah, we'll just do that, but like times six or seven. My friends, there is so much to talk about here. Starting on the optimistic side and the happy side, Xbox is about to get a ton of IP. There are so many franchises here which now belong to Xbox, which frankly are very surprising. You never would have expected it. But I mean, come on, Call of Duty now belongs to Xbox. World of Warcraft, Hearthstone, Diablo, Overwatch, Starcraft, Candy Crush, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Spyro, Crash Bandicoot. I mean, any one of the things that I just said, changing hands would be a major deal. All of them happening at once? Well, just, that's, it's just insane, isn't it? And of course, you can go back and forth about whether or not this is a good thing or a bad thing. But to be honest, in this case, I really, really feel like these different franchises changing hands into Xbox or Microsoft is going to be better for us, right? Like when we find out that Activision or Blizzard are about to embark on a new project, whether it's Warcraft, they're reviving an old franchise, it's Overwatch 2, it's Diablo 4, whatever. At least me, anyway, I tighten up a little bit and I go, okay, we'll see how it goes. There's a serious lack of optimism under the current leadership of Activision Blizzard. And now, I mean, Xbox has a real incentive here to actually make something good because they need the Game Pass to be extremely attractive. This is their whole goal. They have said that as part of this acquisition, they're going to try and put as many games as possible on the Game Pass once they can. I sincerely hope that this means World of Warcraft, all of the Call of Duty campaigns, and maybe the multiplayers, which have historically been very hard to get access to and play consistently. All the Tony Hawk games, Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, I mean, I'm repeating myself here, but these are games that are perfect for a subscription service, and from a game's preservation standpoint as well, we're going to be seeing a lot of games returning which we didn't have access to before because Activision just didn't see the money in it. Now, again, you have to be cautiously optimistic about this because, for all we know, Xbox is going to bungle this. They're entering into a lot of waters that they haven't really touched on before. I mean, look at Hearthstone. This is a game that uses a lot of monetization mechanics which are not friendly to customers. And that's not something that Xbox really does. Most of their games, if they have microtransactions, are focused on cosmetics. There is no FIFA Ultimate team in the world of, of Xbox Game Studios right now. But acquiring Hearthstone kind of does that. So are they going to change the game? Well, we don't know yet. Another new thing for them is esports. I mean, they get the Overwatch League now. StarCraft is one of the biggest esports games of all time. Are they going to keep going down that path? Of course, mobile. Xbox has historically not done very well on mobile devices. But acquiring Candy Crush is probably the biggest deal out of all of this. I mean, just in case you didn't know this because it's come to a surprise to some people. Candy Crush, the app, has made over $4 billion alone. Just the single app. Forget about all the other mobile games that King has made in the Candy Crush name. The original one has made $4 billion. At least. I mean, it's probably more than that, but that's the public number. So that's a big get for them, but it's all, like I said, it's also new for them. 
What's another thing they don't do? Annual video games. Call of Duty is supposed to come out every single year. Are they going to keep doing that? Usually there's quite a bit of quality that is sacrificed in a game like Call of Duty because there's such strict time restrictions on development. That doesn't seem to be Xbox's MO right now. And so from my perspective, the real kicker here is like, hey, ever since 2018 when they gobbled up all those studios and they started to make Xbox Game Studios what it is today, they haven't really put out a stinker yet. They haven't put out a game that people have been like, ooh, that's not good. It's not good that Xbox did that. They've done that before. They have a, a history of, of not doing well with some studios like Bungie, Lionhead. But the, the modern day Xbox, it seems like it's a good place to be. And so this acquisition from that perspective could be a very good thing if they're going to continue this streak of doing awesome things. But if there's ever the downturn, if there's ever the flip, which is inevitable, I think, for a lot of companies, there's always ups and downs. Well, I don't know. Can it get worse than Activision Blizzard is right now? That's the other side of this whole question. There's a lot of problems at Activision. All the leadership is like supporters of sexual harassment and, and toxic workplace cultures. They are facing multiple lawsuits about it. They've had so much staff turnover. You know, this is a major story we've been talking about for years. What is Xbox going to do about it? Because it is now their responsibility to handle that. They've made some statements to the effect of, hey, we're not going to tolerate that. And boy, I, I hope they don't, right? Same thing with what's going on with the, the whole unionization discussion. I mean, employees of Raven are literally still striking right now. What happens if the company unionizes within the next year and a half? It'll be the first union at Microsoft. Put aside everything about the video games. If you look at the people, there is so much more that needs to be done. And unfortunately, some of the executives like Bobby Kotick, the CEO, is going to have a golden parachute here. He's going to get $300 million or something like that for successfully getting the company acquired. And it's pretty much all but confirmed that he's going to leave the company once, once the acquisition is completed. But at least they're gone, right? Like, that's kind of the, the trade-off there. So anyway, who knows, man. This deal is officially going to be completed in fiscal year 2023. We're still a few years away from this actually completing. There's a lot of work to do in the meantime. But let me tell you, I, I cannot overstate how significant this event is. Even if for some reason it doesn't go through, we're going to be talking about this for years and years and years to come. And my mind is still blown at looking at the Call of Duty and World of Warcraft logos below Xbox. Cannot believe it. My friends, I've gone over time, but thank you for sticking with me. I hope you're well. Let's talk tomorrow. Maybe even more about this, depending on what's in the news. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, it's the TGO After Show. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, I, uh, I hate days like today where, you know, most of you probably experienced this. You woke up in the morning, you turned on my show. And you went, oh, there's not a lot of news. And then you went to Twitter and everybody was like, oh my God, the world's on fire. Xbox is buying Activision Blizzard. And I hate those moments because <laughs> I'm sure it's so silly. I'm sitting there being like, oh, there, there's nothing to talk about today, friends. Uh, trust me, there's something to talk about, but there's nothing I can do about it. I, I woke up to the same news that all of you did, you know? I'm very limited by when you actually do the show. I think the ideal situation is that I would record and publish this show at like 5 p.m., and that's when everybody else listens, because that's usually when the news stops, right? It's like in the evening. Everybody takes the day off, and no more news, so I can do the recap. But the problem is you're all listening in the morning, so if anything happens on, on British time while I'm sleeping, or European time, I should say, you know, anywhere that's not North America, I suppose, <laughs> let's not be too restrictive, uh, you know, then obviously I'm going to miss that. And then if anything happens in the morning like this, you know, I saw this at 8 a.m., then it's just got to wait. But anyway, 
oh my god, I could have talked even longer, but I was so overtime on that show. This is wild. Like, this is this is ten times more wild than Bethesda, them getting Bethesda. I mean, I mean from a from a... <laughs> From an IP perspective, but also from a monetary perspective, I think it is literally 10 times more that they spent 7 billion versus 70 billion. But it's, I feel like it's so out of left field. And also, like, it's just so interesting. Like I was saying, there's so many different angles here. How much is the company going to change now that they're under Microsoft or that they will be in, in a year and a half? That's what I'm really curious about. Are we going to return to the former glory of Blizzard and its heyday, you know? Because under its current leadership, it can't get there. Activision has too high of an expectation of what Blizzard should be. The workplace is not good, right? Blizzard was the main issue with all of this sexual harassment. That's where all the reports are, for the most part. And there's been a lot of turnover, obviously, a lot of firings, but that, that doesn't solve the issues. I don't know, man. They're, they're just inheriting so much value, valuable IP. Overwatch, like, oh my god. That is, that is something that reminds me a lot of League of Legends. It's a game that on its own is fine. It has very d distinct characters with lore and backstories and, you know, you fight and you're done. But Overwatch, I mean, they made those animations. It is just rife for opportunity to do the same thing that Riot Games is doing with television, music, everything. Blizzard was never able to capitalize on it. They never really did. And I don't know, can Microsoft? I'm not entirely convinced that they can. Again, in the same way that Riot is, I don't think that that's what their focus is. But they're making the Halo live action. Like, if that's good, it could work. In any event, from a gaming perspective, there's another there's another topic, which is consolidation of the industry. I think a lot of people talk about consolidation and monopolization without really knowing what they're talking about, to be honest. There are a lot of people that have very strong opinions about this who have never worked in, in the industry or haven't done research about it or anything. And that's me, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm not that person, but I'm also not making strong opinions about this. The only thing I'll say is I, I understand the back and forth on that where, okay, it's easy to understand why consolidation could be a bad thing, right? If Game Pass is the definitive place to go to play video games in the same way that Netflix was the definitive place to go and watch film and television in the mid 2000s or sorry, in the mid 2010s, then if you have an indie developer who wants to target a niche audience, instead of having to convince that niche audience, they have to convince like a few people at the Game Pass level and convince them to, to go on their service, because people are not going to be willing to buy anything outside of the Game Pass. That's, that's the basic idea. And I think that's totally understandable. At the same time, I think this is better for us. I think it's better for Activision Blizzard. If Xbox can do it right, if they fail, then it's not better. But if they reform these companies, and they really take advantage of the IPs that they have, and they make really good games that people love, oh my god, I'm so happy that this would have happened. Right? Like, with respect to anybody who wants to go and make a game but don't want to put it on Game Pass, like, mad respect to you, but I'm going to be too busy playing, like, World of Warcraft 2 or whatever to, to care about that situation. It's harsh. It's I, I, I almost regret saying it. Like, I very much care about competition and creativity, and you, you all know I am an, an indie game player through and through. That's never going to leave me. But if Xbox can do this right, it's going to be amazing, and it won't be done right in the current situation. So that's my point. Anyway... I'm done talking. The, this was so fascinating to me. I, I loved this story. And uh, hey, let's check in tomorrow, okay? Until then, farewell. <laughs>